0: Sorry.
1: <laughs> no fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Thanks for downloading and listening. My name is Frank Salvato. In this episode of America's Third Watch, Kyle Warren and I discuss a variety of topics, including. How retailers, especially in California and up the West Coast, are lobbying Congress to create federal law that would combat the current scourge of retail thefts plaguing America's urban areas, retail thefts that can already be prosecuted through the enforcement of existing law. We also touch on the mounting evidence of corruption and graft being perpetrated by the Biden family, and the question of how all these million-dollar payments can be rationalized. And lastly, we cover some undeniable facts as they relate to the Palestinians, the Middle East conflict, and how history is calling bullshit on the arguments being made to justify the violence that has been a constant since before the creation of the nation-state of Israel. And I wanted to mention, and we've been promoing this in our mailouts, that I will be featured in tomorrow's episode, yes, Halloween, of the Truth Summit, produced and hosted by Elsa Scheider. The summit features two weeks of interviews with truth-tellers on a plethora of topics, including the use of psyops by the global elite and the manipulation of the world's population. You can sign up to listen to all of the interviews at truthsummit.info when we come back this morning's segment on America's Third Watch. You're listening to Underground USA.
0: Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the U.S.A. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea.
2: So it seems that uh, retail groups are now lobbying Congress to try to crack down on retail theft. They're calling it Fight Retail Crime Day. That's where we're at, folks. We got to come up with a thing called Fight Retail Crime Day because it's getting so terrible out there and uh, there are no consequences to speak of in so many situations that retailers are just absolutely having the worst time perhaps that they've ever had where people can just come into their store take a bunch of stuff. Folks, Kyle Warren with you. Welcome, of course. It is the Monday edition. We are live, of course, uh, on our home station, our flagship station of AM860, The Answer. We're also broadcasting out via GCN to all of our great radio affiliates all across the country. And whatever you're doing this morning, uh, if you're driving a big rig, if you're making deliveries, if you're in law enforcement, first responder, if you're working a shift, if you're working a job, whatever you're doing, we're just glad that you're spending some time with us here this morning on the program. 949-822-7959. That's the number to call in if you'd like to join in because we're going to be talking here in just a moment with our good friend Frank Salvato from UndergroundUSA.com. And, of course, the author of the book Nullification. There's a lot going on. So, once again, 949-822-7959. Or you can go over to my home website of KyleWarrenShow.com and you can send us a direct message message as well this morning and uh, we've also got links to the live streams over there too so if anything happens weather related something happens to your radio head over to kyle warren show.com pick up the live streams which includes our gcn live.com stream as well all right well without further ado as i said underground usa.com author of the book nullification our good friend frank salvato good morning frank
1: mr kyle
2: that's a happy monday
1: to you yeah it it is Monday uh, and I I guess if you're a if you're a retailer, you've got to get the federal government to come in and create another law that they probably shouldn't create.
2: <laughs> well, well, I, yeah, but they're they're getting desperate. They they want to be able to prosecute people with felonies, uh, you know, if we come in and do these things in retail stores. But it, it's isn't it the uh, the mentality of some of these local prosecutors and uh, and 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 uh, cities and so forth that say, no, we're not going to do anything, you know, if people come into the CVS. And just put everything in a duffel bag.
1: Well, there's there's two recourses here. One is to take the resources that the retails have at their disposal, which are massive legal departments, and sue the local governments for not executing their duties, or start a start a pressure campaign to recall a, the district attorneys who aren't doing their jobs. You don't. You don't affect the law to create pressure to enforce a law that already exists Mm -hmm. you you sue the local government to execute their duties because enforcing the law is not a choice you don't get to say well we're, we're just not going to enforce that we've decided not to prosecute that it's a law, it's been legislated, it's illegal to steal, you're not prosecuting, so you're putting me in harm's way, which violates the very reason to have government in the first place, which which is to be secure in your person and your possessions, including property. So if you're not doing your job and and you're extracting taxes from me to actually get a paycheck, you're committing fraud. Indeed.
2: Indeed. Yeah, well said, well put. Tell you what, Frank, I think we got Mary and St. Pete on the line. Would you like to take a call real, here real quick? Sure. Okay, here we go. Mary and St. Pete, you're on the line with Frank Silvaro. Good morning again.
0: Good morning. Yes, I would say that if people would try to follow the Ten Commandments, uh, we would be in a, a better place than we are now. And one of those is thou shall not steal. So these people that are stealing... Uh, they're breaking the law of God uh, so that's that will uh, come back um, anyway I guess that's about what I wanted to say except for local politics is a little scary these days uh, and evidenced by the split in people uh, for Hamas and and not uh, that's going to be a local level politics. People aren't smart enough to get in there and figure out what's going on and blindly go in and vote the way their family has voted Democrat for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. I had a friend who turned 18 to vote and went right in and voted Democrat without knowing any of the issues. So I think local politics can be a big problem, and it's almost scary to think about going back to that in a way because you might live in a state that, you know, has already been infiltrated all the way. Thank you.
2: All right, Mary and St. Pete, thanks for the call very much. Frank, what do you think?
1: Well, there is no other politics than local politics, period. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where you vote. So you, you get the government you deserve. The people of San Francisco, they don't like what's going on there. They can change it at the local level. When you know when we when we cast a ballot, you've got different raises from national to state to county to municipal. So if you're if you're ignorant, you go in there and say, "I'm just going to vote the way my family's voted for centuries." That's why you have people defecating on the streets. You you have an obligation as a citizen, and this is why citizenship is so important. You have an obligation as a citizen to understand what you're sending people into government to protect and to execute if you if you do that with an ignorant uh, with an ignorant ballot then you're part of the problem but we can't just go leaping to saying a federal law must be created to make sure that the local governments do what they're supposed to do <laughs> yeah. it's supposed to it's supposed to be the other way around Eight two two seventy
2: nine fifty nine. 7959 That's the number. If you have a question for our, our guest, uh, Frank Salvato, of course, our good friend and the author of Nullification and also uh, from UndergroundUSA.com, I'm not sure that we got your take yet on everything that was going on with that $200,000 loan. And now, of course, you know, uh, the, the question, uh, I think, from Alex Marlow over at Breitbart, and that is, what was... Biden, uh, Joe Biden, um, uh, James Biden, and uh, Frank Biden, all Hunter Biden, all the Bidens. What did they do for these companies for the money?
1: Yeah, where's the money applies to so many different things when it comes to the Bidens. Um, that's a great question. I mean, the big, you know, it, the concern came up during the prior to the election last time about okay, Hunter Biden and Barisma, He doesn't know anything about. Oil exploration, he doesn't know anything about the energy sector, he doesn't know anything about anything that has to do with that company. But yet he was getting the paycheck he was getting. I was surprised then that we didn't go deeper into that, but we didn't because the media was blocking any question for it. You, You couldn't ask the question on social media without either getting rained on or shadow banned. You could the media wasn't going to ask the question if if you were one of the three people who showed up at a Biden campaign rally before he, you know, before the election, you weren't going to ask that question there to to come out and see a loser like that. So you didn't have a forceful truth to power type of source to ask any of those questions. Mm -hmm. Now he's had a dismal performance his own party's thinking about kicking him to the curb. So all of a sudden it's okay to ask these questions, you know, so, you know, my take on it, I want to see if Congress is going to actually walk the walk when it comes to extracting answers about this. And as they walk this walk, will they start taking heads over at the treasury department, at the IRS and at the FBI? Because if it's just going to be another, we're going to call you in for questioning and you may be held in contempt of Congress, which for all practical purposes, contemporarily has no teeth at all. You know, so w- what What does the voter get out of this? What does the citizen get out of this? Is there any justice? Is there going to be any any, any repercussions for the bad behavior? If we don't start punishing elected officials for bad behavior and and the people who are in the bureaucracy – for their bad behavior in politicizing the departments, the agencies, and the commissions, it's just going to keep going on and on and on. Right. So I want to know names of of everybody in the corrupt chain, and they need to pay penalties for what they've done. If you if we don't turn the corner on that, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks about this. Might get away with it.
2: Indeed. Well, what do you think about what's happening in the Russian Republic of Dagestan? I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, where they were storming the airport, the planes. They're going to hotels. They're looking for Jews, evidently. And evidently, these are Palestinians or connected in some way. And according to the Jerusalem Post, they said that the Russian security forces in that area were not really uh, intervening in all of this violence basically. I mean, this and we're seeing these huge protests in London and New York City and so forth. What's happening out there?
1: No, it's a replay of history is what's happening and we failed as a as a race to eradicate what happened to the Jews prior to World War II. It's it's just happening again. So if you're not, you know, if your kids are in school, and this is why I just don't understand why anybody gives any credence to anybody who's in college. The These college-age protesters, the administrators, and I I get it, they're woke, they've been taken over by the progressive wing that wants to, to completely transform the United States of America. I get that. But... Any administrator in a college should never be scared to expel a student. If they're doing things that are against the code of conduct, they should be expelled. And, and I was glad we talked about this last week a little bit. I was glad mm-hmm. to see the CEOs of Fortune 500 and Fortune 100 companies saying, I'd like the names of the kids that signed that letter because we're not going to hire them. Right, you know. Again, right. this this goes back to what we were talking about in the last segment. Unless there are repercussions for bad behavior, it's just going to keep going. So it doesn't matter whether it's over in Russia, where all of a sudden you have you have people hunting Jews again. Yeah, I, this
0: is
2: so mind boggling. It it's like this is a movie, and if it was a movie, we'd all be saying the world would never let this happen but look what's happening
1: It's the Twilight Zone yeah big time it's it's the Twilight Zone we're we're looking at never again I and mean, I've seen this meme all over social media never again is now and, and I can't I can't I can't disagree with that. People are watching this happen we're saying well it's bad to be anti-semitic. Okay, once again, let's see the names of the people that are supporting murder. I'd like to know their names. They need, to, they need to pay a price for the stances they take. So it's not a question of, are you pro-Hamas? Are you pro-Israeli? Are you, are you pro-Russia? Are you pro-China? It's, there's good and evil in the world. Right. You you have you have one faction that launches five thousand missiles into civilian areas. Is that an evil act or is it a righteous act? It's an evil act. You're killing innocents.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's 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 really cut and dried. Well, I tell you what. We've got another caller holding on the line. Caller, uh, you're on the program this morning with Frank Salvato. What's your name and where are you calling from?
0: Uh,
3: Kyle, Anthony, uh, again, a question for Frank. Sure. Uh, You know, um, it's kind of hard to believe that the parents of these students that are in these uh, cesspools of lower education are not aware of what their kids are being fed. Uh, It's totally baffling that they are totally in the dark. And uh, as far as a two-state solution, look, man, uh, those generations of Palestinian kids have been ingrained and put in a trance like the uh, the brown shirts were in Nazi Germany. They put in a trance and to the point of, of, of actually demon possession because what Hamas did in Israel has to be to the level of demon possession. Uh, and it goes further back than what what happened in Nazi Germany. Uh, the hatred for Jews goes centuries back. And there's nothing that you can describe. It's written in the Quran. The the, the, the despising Mm -hmm. of Jews is what uh, Muhammad laid out when he obligated the Quran. It's spelled out. So there's okay. There's uh, moderate uh, Muslims who don't want to accept those certain passages in the in the Quran. But come on, you know, let's wake up. The, The two are contrary to each other. And it's, you know, Ju- Judaism is a religion that wants to keep to itself. They don't go outside as a religion to uh, convert, whereas Islam mm-hmm. is a forced You either convert by force or you die or you die. What kind of options are those? I mean, come on, let's wake up. Thanks, Frank. Appreciate it.
1: Well, he's, he's got. I'm going to answer the first part of his, of his comments first, and I'll mm-hmm. take on the second one. The reason the parents don't know is because they were the first generation that was, that was brought up through the false self-esteem uh, indoctrination of, of a controlled education system by the progressives in government. You know, they don't. They don't need to. Government's going to educate the kids. We don't need to. Once they get into college, they're pretty much adults. You know, they got to make their own decisions. I'm too busy watching reality television, <laughs> or making, or, or making sure the martini has the right mixture of vermouth and vodka. When you don't live up to the responsibilities of citizenship by providing oversight to not only your government, but what's happening in your community. Being engaged in community, you get an education system that indoctrinates and, and advances ridiculous things like, like we're seeing here with the Hamas podcast.
2: Can you stay over for another segment, Frank? You bet. Okay, everybody, stay right there. Coming back with more with Frank Salvato, undergroundusa.com, author of the book, Nullification. Don't go anywhere, because we are coming right back. You're listening to Kyle Warning. Some people won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is often laced into illicit drugs and used to make fake versions of prescription pills. You can't see it, taste it, or smell it. Suppliers mix fentanyl into their products because it's potent and cheap, and the dealer might not even know. Keep yourself and others safe by knowing the real deal on fentanyl. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com.
0: Who helped cause soaring gas prices? BlackRock. Who contributed to outrageous housing prices? BlackRock. BlackRock and Larry Fink spent years harassing oil and gas companies, making them divest from fossil fuels. Now you feel the pain. And BlackRock owned companies are snatching up houses, crippling families. Now BlackRock's former ESG czar, Brian Deese, is Biden's economic advisor. Crushing America from within. That's what BlackRock is really about.
1: News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer.
2: And once again, right back to uh, Frank Salvato from Underground USA. How are you doing, Frank?
1: Mr. Kyle.
2: Good. Excellent. Well, it's, uh, you know, um, you mentioned, of course, we had to go to break, but there was another part of the caller's question I think you wanted to uh, sort of uh, pick up on again.
1: Yeah, we're talking about the uh, the Palestinians and the Arab world over there. Uh, we need to pay attention to history because the Palestinians, just by the their name alone, the, the root word and in, in, in where Palestinian was de- derived from was Philistine and that was a name that the Romans gave and the nomads that were expelled from from Europe into the Middle East they were nomads in fact the entirety of the Middle East wasn't it wasn't mapped out like it is today Iran didn't exist it was called it, it was called Persia mm-hmm You know, so this idea that Saudi Arabia has been around forever and Iran has been around forever and Iraq has been around forever, that's not the case. They were the Middle East was divided up by is by tribe. And the the Jews had Jerusalem central to their existence sixteen hundred years, at least before Islam was even created. Well, sure. Yeah. And uh,
2: King David in Jerusalem. I mean, when they got there, I think there were Jebusites, if I recall correctly. Uh, but all that, uh, you know, this was this goes back, as you said, century after century after century, you know, and it's hard for something that sort of antedates them uh, to come in and say, nope, nope, this is a different
1: story. Yeah, absolutely. Now, he was talking about the Quran and the Hadith, and if if you've read them and you have to read them in tandem, otherwise they don't quite make a lot of sense. The Islamic world is obligated to take care of other Muslims, of all Muslims. So the Palestinians shouldn't be, quote-unquote, without a land. They're supposed to be ministered to by the Islamic world, absorbed into the Islamic world. The fact that they say, well, the Jews stole the land. Well, one, the, the U.N. disagrees because they they codified the, the area that is now Israel as the Jewish peoples, period, dot, no more argument, that's it but to say that the palestinians have to live in these in these camps in the west bank and in gaza because they just the the jewish people stole their homeland uh uh-uh. uh it's a false argument the the islamic world is supposed to provide for their brother muslims so by not taking refugees by not absorbing the palestinians who the, who in the in the false narrative are homeless they've been delinquent in being devout devout muslims That never never comes up in conversation. Well,
2: no, I'm just going to say that is a really interesting take. And obviously, you know, it's very revealing, you know, because I think it goes to this idea that, well, of course, they want to keep the Palestinians, quote unquote, exactly where they are, because that's their ticket to say we have to take over Israel and destroy Israel. And that's why this two state system. And it's coming back at another guise again. You know that's not going to be successful. If that if that's what Hamas wanted or these other terror groups, they would have agreed to something like this long, long ago.
1: Absolutely, and just and, and the last point I'll make about the Middle East and 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 the, the the Palestinians and the Muslim world and their want so bad for Jerusalem in World War Two. The, the the Grand Mufti of Jerusalem sided with the Nazis. There was an SS unit that was formed out of out of the the, the Middle Eastern Muslims that were that were lorded over by the Grand Mufti of Jerusalem. They never surrendered. Mm-hmm. They never surrendered. The Nazis were 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 beaten into submissions. The Japanese actually signed a condition unconditional surrender. Um the, the Italians signed surrender documents. The Grand Mufti never never offered a surrender. So technically, they've been at war with the Western world and the, and the Allied powers and they've never stopped.
2: Indeed uh, it, exactly. And this is uh, you know, this is sort of absent from our day-to-day, interaction with the news headlines regarding the Israel uh, Hamas war, basically, because there has to be some context to this whole thing. And that's, that's what you're, that's what you're talking about here. And that's why it's so important, I think.
1: Well, and this is a dir- this is a direct indictment of the educational system. If, if, if we don't have a, a working knowledge of at least contemporary history, going back to let's just for argument's sake, 1900 if we don't know our history just going back to nineteen hundred then we exist ignorant we know nothing about the progressive movement starting with Woodrow Wilson we know nothing about how Marxism exploded onto the stage and we have no knowledge that everywhere it's been tried it's failed and and people have been slaughtered by the tens of millions under the guise of we just wanna we, we wanna have a communal society it doesn't work and there's tens of millions of people who are dead that testify to that. Well, indeed, so if, you're, if, if you're not a student of history, at least contemporary history, you exist ignorant in the world today. And, and your opinion on which is Hamas, a terrorist group, or are they freedom fighters? or If you've got no historical context, your opinion means nothing.
2: Well, that's right. Well, part of it, too, is the is the desire to keep uh, the population, for lack of a better expression, population in the eternal now you know it's if for example well you know just a short time ago we were all you know the uh, the united states and the free world were were all for israel but now suddenly that's all turned around in like 24 hours now it's like well israel is an apartheid state and they're the oppressors or they're the nazis i mean it, it's, it gets, just gets crazy
1: hey i love the i love the idea of living your life in the now because that that helps you juice every last drop of life out of life if you're appreciating the now when you're going about your daily life. But to go about living your life in the now ignorant of yesterday just makes you a moron.
2: No kidding. And and then easily led into something that is obviously wrong. Like, you know, Hamas, you know, there was that Cornell professor Who's on leave of absence now? Who called the whole thing exhilarating? The attack uh, and the the killing and so forth—that was exhilarating to him. And I think he told his students that too. You know, that's uh, that's just beyond the pale.
1: You think fifty years ago, if so, if a college professor would have said that, even after the post sixties, would have come out and said that, they probably would have been fired. Oh yeah, or just For- run, run out of town on a rail. <laughs> yeah for for being for being so incredibly hateful yep because because that's hate you want to talk about hate speech wow the, the attack 5000 rockets on a civilian population where babies and and women are are killed and raped and decapitated and burnt and and you're exhilarated by that you're a sick bastard uh, yeah. You know, you you really should get some help for, with, with your mental health because if that's exhilarating to you, you're sick.
2: Yeah, but it's now it's in the context. Well, it's the Israelis and the Israelis are bad. And I mean, this is it's really this weird sort of almost oppressive sort of thing that's coming up, up upon the people of the earth. It's very terrifying.
1: You know, Kyle, I did not know that the Israeli Secret Service. Went into behind enemy lines over in Gaza, found the rockets, and launched them on themselves.
2: <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I'll tell you what, Frank Silvato, we're coming up to the end of the segment, but we will talk to you again on Friday, sir. Take care. Stay long. You too. Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com, and author of the book, Notification. Folks, we're coming right back.
1: If you like the podcast, subscribe, leave a comment, rate it if your platform lets you. Be sure to head on over to undergroundusa.com to sign up for our Substack, which comes straight to you, circumventing the censors and the fact checkers, because we both know that they're worthless, and that's been proven over time. And be sure to pick up your copy of Nullification, The Case for Decentralizing the Federal Government, available in Kindle and paperback over at amazon.com. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato, and we will be back right after this.
0: This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group.